Jason back from the Man Cave, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much with your daily devotion for what? It is June the 12th. Hope you're having an excellent day. Guys, I want to say thank you for posting the videos. Oftentimes, I'm just saying, oftentimes, look at when you're watching something and it comes alive to you. That's the Holy Spirit. That's God. That's God doing a work in you. Post that because if it affects you, think what it could do some of your friends and family members. It might help them. Also, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Can you join my channel? Some of you are rogue. And you're like, yeah, man, that's me. I'm rogue. Look, look, look. I appreciate that you're rogue. I appreciate that you're a rebel. Okay, you're doing your thing. But why don't you hit the button and join my channel, okay? Look at, look at. Don't make me come to your house, okay? Get on your computer, get on your laptop, get on your phone, get on your tablet, and push the button that says subscribe and hit the bell. Don't make me do it. But let me, you're like, Matt, you're yelling at me. Okay, look, look, look. I don't want to yell at you. Would you please join my channel if you're watching the videos? It would mean a lot to me. Fist bump, I love you. Okay, Matt, I'm gonna do it because you put it nicely, but I don't like that yelling thing. Guys, I don't like to be yelled at either. I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay, one more thing, and then we're gonna get to our text today. Hey, I wanna say thank you to my Patreon partners. Those are the people who are supporting me monthly and helping me, honestly, helping Matt in the man cave with gas money, okay, with equipment like mics and doing all these other things. And it may not be a big deal to you when you hear me saying thank you, but it's a big deal to me. I am so appreciative, uh, whether it's a dollar or $5 or $500, okay? It helps me not to work as much so I can go out and film these devotions. And it really means a lot to me. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for those who are supporting me. And you're like, Matt, are we going to get to the Word of God? Oh, I like that kind of talk. That's crazy. Hey, today we're going to be in the book of Job, okay, chapter 24. And we're going to be looking at something that is a little bit difficult. It's a little bit hard because it deals with reality. It deals where you are and I am where we live and these end days. And you're like, oh, I got to hear this. I know you. Now, guys, before we get to our text today, let me just tell you this. Let me premise it. Let me line it up for you, okay? There's so many different things that are happening in life now, okay? We're going to be looking at Job, and Job is a regular guy like you and I. You understand? Job is a cool guy, okay? Hey, guys, one of the places that we have problems in life, okay, is the different seasons that we're in, the different events, the things that come into our lives. We don't understand. How in the world is this happening to me, okay? How could God, look, 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 let me premise it this way. How could God allow me, his child, I mean, I'm in the man cave, I mean, how could he allow me to go through this? Or we hear of something or we see something on TV and we're just like, oh my goodness, I thought that person was a Christian. See, we don't understand providence. You guys, watch this. As we're growing in Christ and we're not there yet, okay, because you know the sanctification process. I'm not going there. We sometimes will question God. Why did God, in the sovereignty and providence, I mean, he's ruler over all, allow this to happen? Okay, because we see heartache, pain, suffering. We see the injustices of life. We see things with our own eyes, and we're like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it absolutely doesn't make sense. And look at, look at, when we go to the lost world, when we go to people who, who don't want to have anything to do with God, their number one argument, if there was a God... Why would he allow this? Or why would he allow this? And, and, and they try to pick apart my God, okay, for being God. See, when we use the word God, when I use the word Adonai, what I'm saying to God is, you are Lord, Master, Savior, owner of my life, okay? You hold all the strings. You hold all the chips. Whatever God allows in my life, I roll with it. Do I have to like it? No. Is it the right thing? Yes. How do I know it's the right thing? Because he is God, okay? Job, okay, in chapter 24, 
okay, he's rattled. I mean, he's sideways, okay, because of what? He's seeing these different things that are going on in life, and he's experiencing it personally, okay? He was living a righteous life. He was doing everything he knew to do. Was Job perfect? He wasn't perfect. But here's the thing. He had such a foundation of righteousness. Even God said it in the beginning chapters of Job, that he is doing it. He's running from evil. I mean, he's just doing it right. And we would think, hey, if I'm in righteousness, if I'm in holiness, if I'm living the way God tells me to live, nothing bad will happen. That's not true, okay? Because of the wills of God and God's providence, what God allows, what we can always do, okay, when God allows different things into our life, is we can control how we respond to them. Do you understand? How we respond in that season, in that event, in that heartache, in that pain, in that suffering, shows who we are and what God has done on the inside of us. It's interesting. Let's get to our text. Job chapter 24. Why does the Almighty not set times for judgment? Okay. Why must those who know him look in vain for such days? Look, look, Job has an issue with wicked people, okay? People who are living in darkness, people who are deceivers, who are schemers, okay? Who are liars, who are thieves, okay? And, and he's just looking at life and he's like, what gives, Lord? Why aren't you dealing with this? I know you are. I mean, I can look at the universe at night. I can see the stars. I can see the moon. I, I, I mean, I see your hand all over creation. It bears witness of your glory, okay? And, and I'm just asking you a question, meaning Job... Is really angry with God. What's going on, God? So guys, a lot of us have issues with the injustices of life. In the lost world, because they see the evil, the darkness, okay, they see what man, watch this, sinful man, oh, man with a sin nature, oh, man that sinned in the Garden of Eden, and ever since then, the, the okay, uh, yeah, yeah, it went amok, okay, because we're under the what? We're under the curse, okay? And so people in their free will, and again, you're like, why did God get free will? Okay, let's just go there for two seconds. Two seconds. God gave free will so you would choose to obey him and you would choose to love him. No other reason. Did you hear me? Look at, look at, look at. You bring such glory to God when you decide to stay on the narrow path, obey God, okay? Do it his way, okay? Not add to, not take away. You bring such glory to God, okay? But God gave free will, but man exercises that free will, what? Uh, murdering. Uh, and doing all this crazy stuff. I got an email, or actually a post, okay, from one of the subscribers to the man cave. I love him, okay? But listen to what he said, okay? And, and, and this is tough, guys. This is tough. Whew. He says, thanks, Matt. Great message. I was a personal friend of one of the people killed in the mass shooting in Orlando today. He wrote this the same day. He's a personal friend, okay? Today was a tough day. But your message was just what I needed. Please pray for his family. He has two small children. That's, that's enough to just, you know what I'm saying? His, his wife died a couple years ago, okay? Listen, Kevin was a single dad and now his children have no parents. What happened? I didn't hear about this, man. Oh, a, a disgruntled employee, okay? went into an awning company where he worked, but he was let go, okay? But it was weeks and months later from what I understand, and there was 12 people working at the awning company, half are dead, okay? That's an injustice, would you not say, okay? Who did this, okay? Someone who was evil, would you agree? Would you agree that person who took life was evil? Yeah, okay? Now, here's the thing. I don't know any of their relationships with Almighty God. I don't. I, out of the six people who died, even, even Kevin, okay, okay, I, I don't know anything about this guy, okay? If they were in Christ, okay, living it, 
not professing it because everyone professes it. Got good grief. Give me a break. Okay. Everyone says they belong to God as they live like hellions. No, if you're living like a hellion, it's, it's proof text that you were never changed, that you weren't born again, that you don't belong to God. Are you acting like a child of the living God? Free one. Okay. So out of the six that died, okay, what was that? God called them. I mean, here's the thing. If you're in Christ, you're in heaven. You took your last breath here. You took your next breath in heaven. If you're not, okay, you opened your eyes in hellfire. Did you wake up that morning thinking, man, I can't wait to get shot in the head. I'm going to hell and I'm going to run that place. No, you won't run that place, okay? And hell is the worst. Your imagination can't even, okay? There's nothing in this life to prepare you for hell because it's forever and ever and ever. It's for ages upon ages, billions of trillions of years, and that's the first second. After the first trillion years, it's not even the first second of hell, okay? And when the Bible says there's weeping, there's gnashing of teeth, which is you pulling your teeth together, okay? Uh, you're tortured. I, I mean, here's the thing. It's a place of hopelessness and helplessness. And every day people live outside of the boundaries of Christ. I mean, they, they've added unto. And as a result, watch this very carefully. Uh, what are you saying? I'm saying this. What you've added into your life and what you're a part of shows your heart. I mean, a person who lies, God says in the Bible, liars don't go to heaven. I mean, but look, at people lie all the time. Christians lie all the time. They think, well, I'm going to heaven. You know, it's a little white lie. Here's the thing. I, I, a Christian that's calling something a little white lie doesn't know God. I mean, honestly, okay, because that one lie put Jesus on the cross, nailed him to the cross. Are, are you with me? And so what I'm saying is so many people are living this life so carelessly and they truly do not belong to our Lord. Okay, they don't, but they say they do. But, but when you ask them, how can you be a part of this? And how can you do this? And how can you say this? And how can you go here on the weekends? How can you watch this? And how can you listen to this? And, and well, covered by grace. No, grace and mercy. Watch this. Grace and mercy gives you time to get right with God. The first thing I did as a Christian was I repented of all the filth of my life and all the sin. I mean, I got down on my knees and I cried before Almighty God. I said, God, forgive me. And I started just ripping my heart, ripping my soul apart for God and saying, Lord, I've done this and, and I'm guilty and, and I'm a sinner and I need a Savior and I need the blood and I need the atonement and I need you save me save me I'm wretched you see until you get to that point you're playing games with God why don't you just go to Vegas and play a few more card games okay because here's the thing you may win and you may lose okay but, but when you die outside of Christ you lose and so Job has an issue with the injustices of life okay and and I wonder if my friend who wrote this thought how could God allow this to happen okay was this God's perfect will no for some maniac loser to take life that's not his perfect will but in the wills of god there's two wills the perfect will of god and the permissive will of god the perfect will of god is what god makes happen nothing will stop it nothing will change it. if god has spoken a word over your life nothing can stop that i mean here's the thing it, it's a done deal but the permissive will of god is what god allows in his providence and sovereignty into our lives sometimes and sometimes it's not pretty Okay, sometimes he allows different things to happen because what does it do? Let me ask you this. Let's say hypothetically, the six people who died were saved, okay? But the six people who lived were lost, hypothetically. I don't know any of them, okay? What do you think it was to those six people? It was a bow shot, okay? It was a shot across the bow. It was the greatest siren. It was the greatest warning. It was a megaphone from heaven saying, you don't know what tomorrow holds, partner. Okay, that, that's what it was. What if those six were saved, okay, 
And one of those, or maybe even two of those, saw what happened, got right with God. That's what it took for that person to get right with God that day. And from then on, they started living in righteousness. That would be crazy. We will never know on this side of eternity why God allows what he allows and why God does what he does. We won't know. Job has an issue. I mean, here's the thing. He really, really has a problem with this, okay? See, Job is seeing it firsthand. Job is experiencing it. Job has tasted the fifth cup, okay? Now, Job is going to basically tell God what these wicked people are doing. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love when we have to inform God. You know, a God who knows everything, and, and everything is in his presence, and he's all-powerful, and all know. we're going to inform him. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of when this guy was told to anoint uh, Saul, which was going to become Paul, and he says, Lord, you don't know this guy yeah right okay no dude you don't know God saying you don't know this guy okay because God does know but here's the thing Job let's let's give him a minute okay uh, they drive away the orphan's donkey it's just not a regular person's donkey it's an orphan's donkey a person who has nothing they take his donkey okay uh, they move boundary stones, meaning this, you have property and you're moving the stones so you get more property. What is that? Oh, that'd be stealing, okay? Uh, lots of forms of that. You don't want to engage in that. Why? Shows your heart. Uh, they thrust the needy from the path, meaning they're, they're doing what they want to the poor and their needy. They're just doing, you know what I'm saying? They're manipulating. They're using their power, their strength, okay? And they're manipulating the poor and the weak, okay? And, and they get what they want every time. Except for they're not going to get what they want in the end. So, okay. guys, I, I, look at, look at, look at. I'm not going to misquote the Bible, but for the next 13 verses, Job is going off on what these wicked people are doing. And, and for time's sake, I'm not going to go over it. But I mean, he's he's just talking about it. You know, that person did this and that person did that. You know what I'm saying? They're rotten to the core, Lord. You ought to strike them down. You ought to just nail that sucker. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be buried. He needs to be worm bait. Okay, but in verse 13, I think it's very interesting. Verse 13, uh, there's a transition. They are those who rebel against the light. Who's the light? The light always refers to what? God. Unless it's talking about, uh, uh, okay, uh, some, an angel coming as an angel of light when they're not, okay? But the light oftentimes refers to God. So they're rebelling against the truth, the light, who do not know its ways or its path, meaning they're rebelling against God. That's what Job's saying. These people, as they do these things, are rebelling against the light, the truth, okay? And they're doing their own thing. He still has an issue. Verse 14, when daylight is gone, Listen to this. When daylight is gone, the murderer, the murderer rises up and kills the poor and needy. In the night, he steals forth like a thief. The eye of the adulterer watches for dust. He thinks, no one will see me. Oh, man, she was so hot. No one's going to see me. I snuck through the window. My wife's out of town. No one's going to see me. You know what I'm saying? It was the best sex of my life. Well, you can discuss that with all your friends in hell for eternity. Okay, let's move on. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misquoted. You won't because there really isn't a lot of talking in hell because you're crying out because of the pain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, verse 16. Listen to this. In the dark... Oftentimes men, because their soul is darkened and their heart is full of darkness and it's hardened, okay, they, they love the dark, okay, but 16 says in the dark men break into houses, but by day they shut themselves in. They want nothing to do with the light, both spiritually and physically, okay, 17. All of them, deep darkness is their mourning. They find friends with terrors of the darkness, meaning this, they're, they're involved in, in things that God says don't be involved in. Witchcraft, okay, uh, this stuff over here, this stuff over here, they've joined, look, 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 they've joined themselves up to that which God says an absolute abomination. And he goes over it in the seven churches of Asia Minor. Don't be messing with witchcraft. Don't be doing these ceremonies. Don't be doing these different things over here. I've told you once and I'll tell you again, those who do such things will not enter the kingdom of God. It doesn't get any clearer than that. Right, so Matt, what's the bottom line? Verse 18, what do you mean? Watch this, verse 18. What's it say? 
These wicked people, they are foam on the surface of the water. Their portion is the land of the curse, so that no one goes to the vineyards. As heat and drought snatch away the melting snow, so the grave snatches away those who have sinned. God deals with injustices, wicked people, liars, thieves, the deceptive, okay, murderers, adulterers in his timing. Look, look, you got to get this down, okay? No one, Matt included, you included, get away with anything, okay? When I sin, I run to the cross, I run to Jesus, I run to the throne room of God, I repent very quickly. The blood covered me a long time ago, but I want to keep my relationship with God fresh and crisp, okay? But it's not the same with the lost person. It's not the same with that person, okay, who's living in the world and of the world, that person who's incorporated things that God says no to. Because uh, watch this again. It is an illustration of who they are in the inward part of themselves. Their heart is wicked. There was never uh, never uh, a change. They were never born again. Are you with me? Are you, are you with me? Say, say you're with me. Okay. You're like, you with me? Okay. You're like, man, are you going somewhere? I'm going somewhere. When God judges people, it's in the light of eternity. And it's always, watch this. You got to filter that judgment through God's love. God looks at that person. God wants that person to change. God loves that person he's about to judge and send to hell. He absolutely loves them, but he's not going to pardon them. Okay, he's, he, he can pardon them through Christ alone, but that's the only way. Look at, look at, look at, because people don't know God. They've done all these other things. It, you, it's exclusively Christ. And when I say exclusively Christ, it means that you're sold out. He's Adonai. He's Lord, Savior, Master of your life, meaning you've sold out to God. There is nothing competing at all with him in your life. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And what, what, what else comes after that? All these other things will be added unto you. But once you know him, you don't need the other things. He's enough. <laughs> Do you hear me? Watch this very carefully. Seek you first the kingdom of God. Stop right there. Because once you seek him, you'll find him. Draw nigh to me and I'll draw nigh to you. Once you seek God and you find God, he's enough. You don't need the riches of the world anymore, okay? Look at, look at, you don't need anything. You got the Christ. You got God himself living in on the inside of you, okay? But oftentimes the lost man, they want all this stuff, okay? That's where they are at that time, okay? The lost person wants it. A lot of Christians want it because God hasn't gotten them here to here yet. But guys, you got to realize it's God's timing. Okay, so uh, watch this. The person who's doing all this wicked, God's looking in their heart, and I mean, they're a train wreck, okay? And uh, God loves that person just as much as he loves you. Don't think because they're evil, okay, and they're living that way, that God loves them any less than he loves you. No, he loves you equally, but watch this. So God extends his patience. I love God's patience because it gives me time to repent. Okay, if you'll take him up on it. I love his forbearance. About the same kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? I, I love his long suffering, okay, because here's the thing. Because he's just and righteous, he has the right to judge me immediately, okay, and bring sentence down on me. And guess what? I will be found wanting if I'm outside of Christ, okay? So, so listen, when we're looking at an evil people, even a murderer or an adulterer or a fornicator, the deceptive, those people who are trying to trick people, those people who are trying to influence people to get what they want, okay? They're trying to maneuver those people. When we're looking at these people, God is waiting. God is waiting so patiently for them to get it right, to turn, to repent. The same thing he offered to you, he's offering to them, okay? So when God looks at people, he looks at them in light of eternity. But realize this, there is a day only known to God where he will call them to account and they will have to pay up. Guys, 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 watch this, okay? Because a lot of you are still in first grade looking at the Noah books, okay? You're in Sunday school, okay? 
God kills and makes alive. Okay? He plants, he uproots. Okay? He destroys, he creates. That's my God. Okay? Jesus isn't in the manger. Okay? He's standing on the right hand side of God with a sword. When we look at the story of the angel of the Lord that's killing 185,000 Assyrians, it's King Jesus. Okay? Don't think for a minute that he won't bring it when you're outside of him. God the Father gave his only begotten son, gave the Christ, gave Jesus, gave the Lamb of God, gave the anointed one, okay, for your sins. And as you live outside of him, okay, you are so guilty before Almighty God because what he gave. Guys, 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 here's the question. What happens to these people? I mean, honestly, they're very comfortable in this life. What ends up happening to them? Verse 22, but God, who? God, God, God with all the power. He holds all the cards, okay? He, he pulls the strings, okay? But God drags away the mighty, the mighty. Those are the people in this life that no one can touch. But this word says this, that God drags away the mighty by his power, okay? Though they become established, they have no assurance of life. Look at that. They're established. They're, these people oftentimes are doing very, very, very well. They have positions of prominence. They're honored. God says, I drag them away. They have no power against me. I, I hold all the chips. I hold all the power. He may let them rest. Watch this. He may let them rest in a feeling of security, but his eyes are always watching. Meaning God is watching in two ways. He wants them to repent. He wants them to turn. He wants them to change. But God knows everything. They're not. Okay? And they're not going to stand before God and say, well, you didn't give me enough time. God always gives enough time. Okay? Here's the thing. If you have, how long does it take to pray and say, I'm sorry? Let's just, hypothetically, let's just stop right here. Lord, let's, oh, Lord, will you forgive me of my sins? Come into my heart. I'm not going to do that stuff anymore. Uh, please change me. I, I, I'm thinking 10 seconds, okay? See, all you needed was 10 seconds, okay? You're going to stand before God, having lived out years upon years upon years of your life, but you never prayed that one simple prayer and meant it, okay? So that won't fly in the face of God. Would you agree? I, 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 think, that's, I think that's a fair assumption, okay? And, and so when, when you're standing before him, guess what? You're guilty. And the Bible says in the book of Job early on, it says that he has no further reason to what? to look at your case anymore. You've already been judged. A lot of people think they're gonna stand before God and, and they're gonna plead out their case, I did this, 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 and uh. The only thing that you needed was Jesus. I mean, I don't care how many hours you put in the soup kitchen. I don't care how much money you gave away. I don't care how many things that you donated and all this and all the good that you did in life is nothing compared to one drop of the blood of Christ, okay? That you sold out to Christ alone, okay? Because doing all this other stuff, oftentimes when you're outside of Christ just shows that you don't have Christ. Uh, you're trying to work your way. So God's going to allow you to work your way right into the depths of hell because that's what your righteousness is to him. It's filthy douche rags. That's what the word of God says, okay? Romans 3, read that. That's an interesting grade. For a little while they are exalted, and then they are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like others, okay? They are like the heads of grain that are chopped off in a day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Look, at, look, at, I see injustices every single day. I think all of us, if you're in the man cave, People have done you wrong, have they not? What does God require of you? Listen very carefully. Again, God loves that person who did you wrong as much as he loves you. He will deal with them in his timing, but he wants you to forgive. If you don't forgive, bitterness takes over your life. Unforgiveness, okay? Anguish, anger, okay? And that anger eventually turns into what? Wrath. That's what the Bible says. Don't let your anger turn into wrath. Don't, don't go to bed when you're angry, okay? And so look at, look at, yes, 
There are so many injustices. And God's saying, be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Can I explain why this happens or this happens or why my friend died or I this? I can't explain any of that. But I can ask you this question, just you and I in the man cave. If, if you were in that awning company and the guy shot you through the head, would you be going to heaven or hell? And how sure are you of that? Are you 99% sure? Then you're 100% sure of 1% that you're not sure. I mean, you, you don't know. You need to know that you know that you know, that you hear the still small voice and, and God speaks to his sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I mean, you, you, your life demonstrates to the whole world. You're like an end to a Daniel that people, they're looking at like, we're not going to get anything on this guy. I mean, honestly, we're going to have to make something up. I mean, he's too squeaky clean. He loves the Lord. <laughs> but look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. You looking? Okay, look at, look at, look at. Injustices do happen, okay? There are murderers out there, okay? There are adulterers who would love to sleep with your wife, okay? Protect your marriage, okay? There are liars. They are the deceptive people. I mean, there's all these things, okay? You have to be wise of them, but realize that in time, God deals with each and every last one of them. L listen, when God sees people, he sees them in light of eternity. He already knows the date and the time when he will sentence that person if it hasn't already been spoken in heaven. Okay, look at, look at, look at. God oftentimes after an injustice speaks a word. It's just a matter of time, but he's going to give that person the opportunity to get it right, which he, that guy will never get it right. Okay, I mean, they've been living in darkness, and okay, and so they're blinded to the effects of sin. Okay, they've gotten used to sin, and they're seared. The conscience is so seared, it's not even funny. Okay, we have to avoid these people, but really, when God sees people, he sees them in light of eternity. He's already judged them. He's already spoken a word, but when, when your relationship is where it needs to be with God, You'll trust him with the injustices. That's where I want to get you guys and me. Keep your life pure. Live in holiness so you can hear God's voice directing you. Okay? Oftentimes we get in trouble because we're in sin and we can't hear God saying, don't go there, don't do this, but we want what we want. What's that? Idolatry. Okay? It should never be in the heart of a Christian. Hey guys, listen to this verse in Corinthians. Paul wrote this and you're like, Matt, give me the verse. I don't know the verse number, but I'll, I'll post it, okay? It says, casting down all imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and God having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience once your obedience is fulfilled. What does that mean? It means God is interested in you. He, he understands the injustice that took place, but he's looking at your heart. He's Man, looking at your response. You're the Christian, right? He's, he's going to look at your response. He already knows the response of these nasty people on the side doing this garbage. Okay, he's looking at your response. When you're healthy, you have forgiven, okay, you're whole, God says, after your obedience, I'm going to take vengeance. I'm going to bring it. Okay, but oftentimes, again, if we're bitter in spirit, Okay, and what is the high thing? God loves you. You're a child of God. Anything that lifts itself against what God has spoken over your life is a lie from Satan and the hell and the grave. That's not true. God says, you're my child. I have a purpose and a plan for you. You're going to be with me in eternity. I mean, all these wonderful things, but the world would say something different. Satan's always saying something different, okay? Forgive, forget, love. Okay, oftentimes we're sinning because of cold love because we've gotten burned so many times. Now we, we're so standoffish towards people. That's sin. Greed is sin. Lust is sin. Adultery is sin. Lying is sin. Okay, and, and again, is it the individual sins that send me to hell? No, it's a heart that's never been changed. You're not born again. I have to say it over and over and over again. When a person's murdering like in our story today, 
Do you think that person loves the Lord? No, they don't have any part of the Lord in their life. When a person's lying all the time, or deceptive, or, or, or greedy, or lusting, or watching garbage on the internet, did you, are you saying Christ is in their life? I don't think so, partner, okay? And if you're looking at that, here's the thing. Maybe this is your warning. Maybe this is the bow shot across the top of the ship. I mean, honestly, okay? I don't know where any of you are, okay? I, I mean, here's the thing. We're going to give an account to God. Okay, honestly, we're all going to give an account to God, but I want you to realize this. You can rest assured that God is a righteous judge, and He's a just God. And He says, I hate and abhor unbalanced scales, and I hate evil and darkness, okay? I hate it, okay? I hate it. Why does He hate it so much? Because those are the things that caused Him, okay, to have to watch His own Son be brutally murdered on the cross, okay, by the predetermined will because there was no other way that you could get to heaven other than Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness, crazy. I understand what Job's going through. I understand what these people who lost loved ones in Orlando are going through, or, or London, or, or Paris, or on the other side of the world. There's injustices everywhere, guys. There's injustices everywhere. God will handle each and every one of them. Hey, hope this helped you out. Hey, this is Matt. Matt, loving you. Hey, from the Man Cave.